0: Jeffrey goes to university unprepared. He starts his first day awkwardly while staring at the hot girls and being jealous of the confident guys who seem to have all of the fun. Adonis. Adonis was already the tribe leader and initiator before he began studying. The fun revolved around Adonis. And because of that, he has fonder memories of his time in university. Why you are like selling Cinderella teens? You should see the things I finish out
1: these denim jeans. I can't associate with y'all this shit like kidding me. Been on one, been on two, been on everything. Bitch, I'm with my gang with my squad. What the fuck you want? Soapy rolling gas, I can't hang, bitch. I'm fucking gone. I got people down from the jump, better know your bonds. I got
0: In terms of being a degenerate and sleeping with lots of girls in university, I did that right. So here is my guide on how to dominate the social and sexual circles in a UK university. (laughs) But I'm from America. Come on, bro. Now, this guide won't help you to get good grades. This will help you specifically to level up your social and your sexual sides to your life. Now, in a weird way... I have become somewhat successful because I didn't get good grades. I am here today because I focused on the things that I focused on. And so the people who got the first honours, the first grade honours, like the best results that you can get, I make more money than them. The university lecturers, I make more money than them. So you're going to learn how to do university the right way, which is the degenerate way. First of all, my name is Hamza, I help young men go through the Jeffrey to Adonis transformation through self-improvement, scroll down right now, click on the subscribe and the post notification button, it's a win-win for both of us. So leading up to my first proper year at university, I was so hyped, I had already booked the accommodation that I was going to be staying at, I was already training hard on my body transformation, this is what I looked like at this time, and I was so so excited to put everything into practice that I had been learning over the summer from things like red pill and, and all the self-improvement tactics. So I move in and it's a completely different environment. It's the first time living away from family. This was my little student accommodation room. It's the first time of me being a true degenerate, staying up late, going to parties, nightclubs and everything, and pretty heavily using social media and <laughs> casually hooking up with girls. That was a very fun year. And then my second year of university, I move into the same student accommodation into a different room. So here's my second year university room. And this year was like the first year, but on steroids. This year, I had now done a whole year of leveling up my social skills in the summer just before my second year of university, bro. I was f***ing prepared for this. I was hyped for this. Like, I became the initiator. I became the guy who was organizing all of the events and everything. So I'm hosting the parties and the pre-drinks. I'm going to boxing. I'm hosting the nights out in the boxing club. I'm consistent in the same clubs, which built up a pretty nice level of, like, some some kind of level of status and recognition there. Again, I'm using social media and um, it was a fun time. And finally, in my third year of university, I moved away. I lost everything. I got kind of fat, mental health, depression, drugs, everything. And so we're going to go through the process. I'm going to tell you the the biggest lessons learned. I'm going to go from the beginning and essentially give you a step-by-step, almost autistic level guide into very, very, like, we're going to go into so much detail. Like, I'm literally going to tell you, like, what kind of lights have in your room and you're going to see why that's actually very important soon so the first stage that we're going to start with is the preparation for university now you have to move in you have to live there at university i think if you're right now one of those people who thinks that okay don't don't move in and instead live from home commute to university you're going to save money but you're never going to get the true degenerate experience and if this is what you want if you want to skyrocket your social and your sexual life you have to move in specifically you have to move into a student accommodation which is very very close by to the university when you're debating this you're going to be looking at a few different places you're going to be thinking okay what if i get a student house what if i live in this apartment over here here here. the most important thing is that it is a student accommodation and it is like literally, this is the most important thing. It has to be very, very close to your university. If, if you have to take a bus, if you have to like do a 15, 20 minute walk, bro, it's dead. You have to live as close as possible because those are the ones where, which are gonna be so central that everyone around you, everyone you meet in the later stages that we're gonna discover, it's gonna be so convenient for you to be able to dominate the social life, especially because you live right next to university. And so my advice in terms of a house, so people get like student house, Do not do it. Stupid idea. Especially for your first year, you should be living in student accommodation. Now, generally, people will move into a student halls in their first year, student accommodation, and then they'll find some friends and they'll move into a student house. That's the norm. That's what like 99% of people like to do. And obviously we don't want to be like the 99 we're going to stay in shooting accommodation for the next years now in the summer leading up to your first year at university you're going to focus on your body transformation because it's one of the most important parts and so you're going to do a lean bulk over summer you're going to try and put on as much muscle as possible and about one to two months before your move-in date so let's say you're going to move into your shooting accommodation on september 21st about august 21st if you're not too fat and if you are pretty fast, then let's say about July 21st, you're going to start that cutting phase and you're going to go on quite a sharp, aggressive fat loss phase. If you have to do a fat loss phase, then you have to acknowledge that your diet has been pretty sh- you shouldn't have to cut, but most people would have to because most people's diets aren't actually that great. We want you to bulk and to gain as much muscle as possible before you move in. I think that's that's common sense. But specifically, you have to be lean bulking for as long as possible. So right now, this video is going to be uploaded in July. If you're one of the people who are moving in in September, you should be lean bulking right now, unless you're actually very very fat to the point that you need to be cutting right now. And if that is you, then it's you have to sort of like hold your hand up and say, yeah, I've been a, I've been like an absolute idiot for eating like that and I am essentially like stunting my muscle growth because my diet has been over the last few months. We don't want you to experience that. Just go watch all of my diet and my fitness videos. You've gotta be eating clean. Don't listen to this dumbass fitness YouTubers. This is the point right now in the preparation for you to be moving in. You're currently in summer. This is the point that you need to be leveling up your social media game. This is not the time to be on a dopamine detox, to be on like self-improvement like this. You need to be leveling up your social media game, which means that you need to understand how to take better pictures. And most guys completely fail here because they think it's somewhat of like a feminine habit and those guys don't get any pussy those are like the little weirdly loner guys because they refuse to level up one of the one of the most important skills in the modern age which is how good pictures you can take and how you can present yourself on social media. If you're not mastering social media, like especially Instagram, you are a complete fool. Once you move into university and even before that, this is how people will judge you. This is how girls will decide whether you're f***able or not. And this is how guys will decide whether they wanna be friends with you or not. To not level this up because uh, uh, Instagram's gay makes you like an absolute idiot. This is the time where you're gonna start leveling it up. And it's as simple as literally just going onto YouTube and, and like searching how to take better pictures. I won't give you the full picture taking advice here but the common mentality the basic mentality you need is literally just go out purposely take more pictures specifically go out leave your house bro for the first like stop sitting on your computer chair eight hours a day bro for the just you specifically have to get up from your computer chair and go outside with the whole purpose to take some pictures that day most guys have never even Like ever done that before and that's why the picture game is trash that's why they don't get any matches on tinder that's why they get like 10 likes on instagram this act of leveling up your picture taking skill and leveling up your social media has a huge roi return on investments to not do this it's just your loss also through this summer period in preparation for moving in this is when you're going to start to power level your social skills and for most guys who are a little bit spurgy you're watching self-improvement videos your, your social skills are pretty trash right now first of all you need to understand the word social skill it's a skill just like the skill in in the video games we used to play like runescape skills can be leveled up how do we level up skills well we get experience so go and get experience we have to start small let's say you get five experience every single time you leave your house and you you say hi to someone you get five experience and in fact let me just briefly show you my little social skills i'm turning life into a game bro Here's my thing that you can see. You don't have to go as as advanced and as obsessed as I do it, but you've got to start acknowledging that the things you do in real life give you experience in, in the real life skills, and social skill is a skill. And so most guys, including you, Damas, have got a very low level in this skill. So if you want to dominate the the social scene once you move into university, you need like a prerequisite, we can say of like level 15 social skills. And you can start leveling up today by actually leaving your house for once, stepping outside and starting to say hi to the people around you, starting to say good morning and everything. That will give you five experience every single time you do it. And if you go and directly walk up to someone and speak to them, like let's say there's a cute girl and you directly walk up to her and say that she's cute, you get 50 experience. If you do some kind of social event over the next week or so where you go to maybe like you take a trip or something, you go to a party, you get 100 experience, 200 experience. So we need you to start this right now. The guys who don't do, let's say, social skill power leveling before they move in are the guys who are too awkward to actually enjoy the university experience. If you wanna maximize the university experience, you start leveling up your social skills today. Similarly, there's going to be group chats on social media, usually Facebook, so Facebook Messenger, there's gonna be group chats. So what you can do is you can search for two things. You can search for your university on Facebook and also your university plus the course that you're studying on Facebook. So the university I can search for is Manchester Metropolitan University. That's the uni-, uni that I went to. And it'll be uh, Freshers 2021. 20, and there'll be a big group chat for that. And everyone's like, oh my God, when are we all moving in, guys? Whatever. And then there's also going to be one which is more tight-knit, which is your course. So that's like what the 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 thing that you're studying. So that would be Manchester Metropolitan University Psychology First Years 2021. And that will have, let's say, 50 people in. That's a lot closer and you'll be able to communicate a lot better in that. So you're going to join these and then you're straight away going to assume the role of the initiator. From now on, you are the one who initiates everything. You are now the host. So you're going to join these and one of the first messages you're going to send is something like, Hey guys, a bunch of us are going to have X, are going to do X. We're going to have a party, we're going to have nights, a night out, we're going to have drinks, X, 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 whatever, whatever, in my place on this date at this time. And you're already going to use these specific words, a bunch of us are going to. Now, right now, you might not even have a bunch, a bunch of you going, but when you say this automatically, because it kind of gives you a sense of social proof, other people are like, oh my God, a, a, a bunch of people from this course are going, then I'll go. And so now you've got that bunch. Compare that to you being like the little loner who says, eh, does anyone want to have drinks with me on the first day? So we're going to assume that people want to come. And so you're going to join these group chats and straight away you are going to be the initiator. You're going to say, okay, a bunch of us are doing this. If you guys want to come, you can message me. If you guys want to join us, you can message me. Now what you're going to do is we can say this is a technique called group chat funneling. That's what I would call it. So you've got these big group chats. You've got the yearly university group chat and then your course group chat. You are going to funnel these guys down into your own group chats. So when you start to message people, for example, you've said, okay, we're going to have a party on the first night. Then five people message you, 10 people message you. You're going to make the group chat. And now you've got 10 people in your group chat talking about this party that you're going to have on the first night. And these people you're going to actually meet up on the first day. Five of these people won't even turn up. A few of them will never even respond to the group chat. But a couple of these people will actually become good friends of yours. And you can keep going smaller and smaller to you. You know, you, you keep bringing people into these group chats, these smaller ones, and eventually you'll get to a very small, like, inner circle chat. You guys have been speaking for, like, weeks and stuff, and it's maybe you plus, like, two guys who you've really responded well to. Right now, you've literally... University hasn't even started. You've already built your social circle how powerful is that i mean i should be charging for this knowledge god damn bro so now we're going to go through a quick shopping list before you move in now this isn't going to be like the essential like toothpaste that you need to to get when you're there this is going to be a couple of important things three items that recreate the club slash party environments because in university especially if you're doing the degenerate of university it is the club slash party environments that will bring this social and sexual life that you want and so if you can recreate that in your room that's where like the hot spot is going to be and that's where the, the inhibitions are going to be lowered for you to, to sleep with girls and also for like a bunch of people to want to come over and spend time in your room the first thing you need is a big ass speaker a big high quality speaker probably 100 to 200 dollars worth not like one, one of those little ones like a big ass like this size one you need that And you need to make sure that you completely understand how it works and you want to set up all of the the playlists. And we'll talk about them soon as well. So this speaker you're going to have on for your parties, your pre-drinks, every time you bring a girl around to sleep with her. And an important note is that the louder the music, the louder she will moan. That's field experience right there. Next, the highest return on investments in a product I've ever experienced is one of these little (laughs) club lighting lamps that you can get from ebay for like nine dollars this literally made my university experience is is like nine pounds you just have this one light on so your entire room is pretty dark apart from like the flashes of red and blue and green and this instantly gets people again acting like far more confident because a lot of people are quite insecure and women especially especially when you're about to sleep with them women are quite insecure if you're a dumbass who sleeps with girls in in silence with the big light on i can tell you're not sexy at all What you need is to set the mood. Now, this is like standard right now. A lot of people have these like LEDs. They're like, okay, but they're not completely ideal. What you want is a completely dark room with one of those lamps, which is literally like $10. Just buy one right now, stop being cheap, bro. And you're going to set this up and you'll see. As we talk about what... what I'm going to walk you through the full step-by-step on how to bring a girl back to your place and how to do everything. And so you're going to see exactly why I recommend this one product so much. Now, the final shopping list is just to have your wardrobe sorted. Make sure that you've got something like clothes that fit your new physique because you've been training hard, haven't you? You're only really going to be wearing like muscle fit shirt. If you're you're like me, maybe you have a completely different style to me, but the type of stuff I wear is like a muscle fit shirt um, and then just basic ass like black jeans. That's pretty much all you need. If you're wearing anything stupid, if you're like wearing immature clothing... And i would say immature clothing is like that has like like here like text and logos like sometimes it's like a little bit is okay but sometimes like you just look like a walking advertisement it's like what children wear just wear like a plain colored t-shirt which is muscle fit this is an extra large, so it's, like, not completely fit on me right now, but still, like, still looking pretty f-ing juicy, though. So now you are prepared for the upcoming move-in day. So let's move on to the next session. The first day of university. The day that you are going to move in your stuff into your student accommodation. Now, again, if you're not going to move in, like, there's no point watching this guide. If you're, if you're going to commute from being at home, your social life and your sexual life especially is going to be completely suboptimal. You can still somewhat, like, do some things. Maybe you'll, like... Sleep with like one girl over the entire year, congratulations. But if you wanted to be a full on degenerate, you're going to move out into the student accommodation. Now, we're going to cover exactly what to do on the first day. You're going to speak to everyone. And when I say everyone, I dead ass mean everyone. Not only the students who are also moving in, but literally the staff who are helping the students move in, the, the construction workers nearby, the guy at the shop. We want you to be literally the most social person, the most connected social butterfly person there is in this environment go into this day with the mindset that you're going to share your gift of of love and kindness and connectivity to as many people as possible and that's quite a beautiful mindset to have because all of the other students around you need your gift i want you to take a second to step out of yourself we, we often don't do this because we're, we're so self-centered and so selfish if you step out of yourself on this day and you really think about the people around you if you visualize them right now they are very anxious. Like they haven't had a guide like this. They've been overthinking about what to do. A lot of them like heartbeat going fast that they're so like worried and everything. They're so anxious thinking, if, what if they don't make friends? Well, how do they speak? They, they haven't been leveling up social skills. They're not on self-improvement. You could be giving them the gift of making them feel connected to make them feel like they've made a friend on the first day, that they've met a friendly person because what is going through their minds right now? What do they wish happened right now? They are wishing that a fun, confident guy went up to them, spoke to them in a nice warm way and then invited them to do something fun today that's like their 10 out of 10 wish that everyone around you is is hoping for is that the fun confident guy goes up to them and invites them to do something tonight. You are now that fun, confident guy. You're gonna go up to every single person. I'm gonna tell you specifically what to do when you when you go up to these people, we're gonna go up to every single person and you're gonna be the initiator to invite them into something fun that you're doing tonight. And do not just speak to guys on this day. This is actually the best day to meet girls to be friends with them. Now of course you could end up sleeping with these girls that's why Now the online space sort of the red pill alpha males and all this bullshit have got it all wrong when they say men and women can't be friends. It's just that the friends, the friendship that you're gonna have with girls it is going to be slightly different than the friendship you can have with like your brothers of course it is but think about this right now wouldn't it be awesome if you had a couple of fun girls who always came to like your parties who you always went out with and you danced with you weren't really maybe you're not attracted to them maybe you, you think they're attractive but you're not really sort of interested in them it would be awesome to have that this is the day to meet those girls because they're going to be stood there i, I promise you this is exactly what you're going to see you're going to see like a person dotted around every corner of the room just awkwardly like looking at everyone whilst on their phones like little retards. They're waiting, they're wishing, even the girls are wishing for a guy to come up and be friends with them. And so exactly what you do when the, when the little Spurgs like this, little dopamine addicts are like this on their phone, pretending to text. They're not even texting anyone, bro. They're literally just like, like they've already seen the Instagram reel for today. Like they're just so anxious that they can't do anything because obviously they haven't level up their social skills. You're literally just going to go up to them, raise your hand up, say, yo, give them a fist bump. And they're like... <laughs> you a fist bump have a quick conversation like oh where are you you from you could ask a stupid question like literally have you just moved in today like she could have her suitcase there and you could literally just say are you moving in today and you'll see like the sigh of relief that finally like she feels like someone has talked to her or he feels like someone's talking to her and so then you say oh yeah me too well a bunch of us are going out tonight i'm in flat x if i take down your instagram you should come with us you're going to see their faces light up like this is the gift that you are sharing with everyone else they, they are so pleased to be invited into the fun and you are that fun for these people so that's the step-by-step process you're gonna see you're gonna see your victim go straight up to them almost with a bit of a diff- distance don't like come up like from the side like yo do you want to come up with this don't be a f-ing weird bro you're gonna come up like straight with a bit of a distance away let's say a couple of meters you're gonna like say something like hiya yo whatever Come up, fist bump them. You always want to go with some kind of greeting. And I found that most people are just kind of weird with handshakes. And fist bump is like, you can't get the fist bump wrong. Some girls kind of hesitate every now and then, but you just... Say it to them I fist bump, but they're like "Ah." because it's the first time like a guy's ever fist bumped them, which is again another benefit for you because you stand up. Fist bump them, quick conversation. A bunch of us are gonna do something tonight. Not just, oh, I'm gonna do something. A bunch of us are gonna do this tonight. You should join us. She's gonna be so happy, he's gonna be so happy. You say, Okay, I'm gonna get you on like Instagram or something right now. I would suggest for you to not get people's phone numbers at this point because one, a lot of these people you're not actually gonna be end up being close friends with. Maybe you'll go out tonight with and maybe one more night or something. But it's far better to get all of these new people as extra followers to your Instagram account and of course then they also see your portfolio of great pictures that you've been recently taking because you're not a spurg and you have been leveling up your picture taking skills haven't you so now you've moved in and you've already been organizing everything for tonight you're going to go out and have a good night we're going to cover exactly what to do um, in the night out and everything but we'll move on first you just need to have it in your mind that for the first week especially you're going to do some kind of social event every single day now some are already organized by your university (laughs) and on the places around you so it can be as simple as inviting people to join you to do that to join us to do that because you are already going with a couple of guys because you've assumed that people are going to come people are going to come so that's very important for the first week you're going to be incredibly social even if you feel tired even if you're hungover you're going to keep doing as many social things as possible with the mentality that even if you're tired even if you're hungover you're going to be recovering later most of these events that you're going to go to like nightclubs and parties they're going to be at the night time and so in the daytime we still want you to do your self-improvement habits because there's no excuse to skip any of these ever because they literally take like a few minutes a day and if you ever skip one it's like you're just a pussy you can still go work out and if anything you should absolutely be going to the gym in these first few days because one you're going to get into the the habit faster than everyone else but two you're, you're truly going to get in there and see the people who who really value the gym because anyone who goes to the gym in the first week of moving into university clearly likes it enough. You're gonna go there and it's another avenue if you straight up just walk to someone, fist bump with a smile. At this point, it's so easy that you can literally go up to a guy and be like, oh, you like going to the gym too? Like that could be like your opening line. It's like, yeah, do you go to the gym, bro? When you you can say that to someone in the gym and they'll be like yeah and they'll be so happy that you're speaking to them and you can be oh yeah a bunch of us are going to hit a workout session tomorrow you should join us and again he's going to be so happy that you've you've shared your gift of love and connectivity to him so you know i keep saying that you're going to invite people to do stuff so there is a couple of things a couple of ideas that you can do now it makes it easy that during this period which is generally like freshest week in the uk or or whatever different countries have one of the first weeks that you move in there's a lot of events everywhere in nightclubs specifically by your <laughs> university even by your university student accommodation so you don't actually have to like do the whole event yourself the initiation the invite that you can be giving out to people it's just that we're going to go to that thing we're going to go to the freshest fair we're going to go to this nightclub we're going to go to this party this rave this sports club we're going to go to the gym tomorrow one of the favorite ones that i used to do was just we're going to go get food so, I'd meet a bunch of people and say, Oh, yeah, we're going to get food at 5 p.m. today. We're all going to decide that we'll get somewhere nearby. And everyone's down for that. So, the next session now is setting up your room and specifically setting up your room for a shag. So, you've bought the speaker and the lighting, you're going to set them up and just give them a little trial run. And straight away, I promise you, just with this small level of detail, your room is already better than like 95% of the people in the same accommodation as you. Now, you've got like a more specific shopping list of, of random things you need on the first day in the first weeks, like your, your toothbrush and toothbrush. Paste and water and and everything but there's a few important items that we're going to cover right now which is very very helpful if you're doing these social events you're going out for nightclubs and you also specifically want to do the the degenerate of having lots of casual sex and bringing the girls back one of the most important items is bottles of mouthwash bottles we want like multiple get like one of the big packs you can probably order them from amazon so you're gonna get lots of mouthwash and you know just kind of keep them out in your toilet underneath your bed or something and so you're gonna swig this before you go out like everywhere and also the reason why i suggest to get like bottles of this is that the boys that you go out with or the everyone you go out with you're almost going to make it a ritual like this is the shit i used to do you're almost going to make it a ritual that okay you've all had pre-drinks and everything you've all ate food or whatever you're about to go to the nightclub club or the party you say wait wait everyone come here everyone come to the bathroom everyone's like wait what, what, what? why are we coming to the bathroom and literally you would start handing out like the bottles and everyone takes a swig of it and like goggles that shit and, like, spits it out you don't want to go to the party with like one of your friends having like stinky breath bro because not only this is it kind of unpleasant for you if you're speaking to them but also it kind of lowers if you come in with a guy who's got bad breath like bad breath is one of the the few truly revolting things like this is actually quite a serious important note you can be ugly you can genuinely be ugly and people can still like you but you cannot have bad breath you cannot smell and so along with the mouthwash is bottles or cans of is can- yeah cans of deodorant and aftershave if you buy a bunch of them it's it's like you've pretty much set up your canteen that just before you go out everyone can choose a little selection and again this it increases like the value and the offer of people coming to your place because think about how much intention you're putting in right now and we've got a bunch of other items which help all the people that you have come to your place compared to like the guy who just kind of randomly gets people to his place and he doesn't even have fucking cups For them to drink out of you're gonna get a bunch of chewing gum like huge amount of packs of this and literally just like you can dish out the entire pack with like just kind of like clip one and like pass it to the peasants everyone wants to be your friend once you've got chewing gum now one of the important parts is a bunch of alcohol you can not drink for religious reasons or fitness reasons if you want to but then your experience in university is not going to be the same you're not going to achieve the degenerate lifestyle like almost at all you'll be you'll be able to sleep with a couple of girls over over a year if you want that's like it's okay but if you want to get into like double triple digits you need to be a drinker and you need to be like around people who drink it's just how it works so you're going to buy a bunch of alcohol but this is how I would structure it. You're going to go out maybe by yourself, or maybe you're going to order this on Amazon or something, and you're going to buy the alcohol that you're going to have with the girls that you're going to bring back with the girls that you want to sleep with. So wine is the absolute best for this. You're going to order a bunch of wine, cheap wine, or go to the shop and buy like cheap Echo Falls wine, like five pounds and stick it underneath your bed. And you're almost going to essentially forget that you have those, those bottles of wine, unless if it's the right situation in the sense that you've just brought a girl back and you want to have a drink with her, or you brought a girl from day or whatever you're gonna forget that you've got that wine now you're then also gonna go out again but this time with the boys that you're currently going out with tonight so you know you've invited a bunch of people out and a bunch of people are meeting you today then you can send everyone a message saying oh yeah we're gonna we're go to the shop to buy drinks for tonight and so again you're gonna go again and this time buy like what you wanted to drink and to actually get like drunk for tonight which is standard it's like vodka and um, rum and stuff so then along with that you need a couple more items so you need cups so cups are better to buy uh, they're better to order online so much better it's actually kind of like hard to buy them in shops because usually you get like 10 cups for two pounds and in one night all 10 cups just disappear like just the plastic cups like no one's even like taking them home, I'd suppose, but just kind of like the breaking sh-. So you can buy like a big bundle from Amazon. But the important thing is the mixer. So in the UK, we call it mixer. It's, it's the, the soft drink or the juice that you mix with the hard liquor. So if you're having vodka, you mix it with Coke and whatever. You want sugar-free mixer because we're not crackers and we don't indulge in extra sugar. But specifically the best mixer by far, I've done the experimentation for you is squash, like juice squash orange squash black currant squash what you're gonna do this is like f- 200 iq bro you're gonna have like a big cup of squash you know you're putting like this much squash and then a bunch of water and then you put the the vodka in there and this is so 200 iq because one it tastes pretty good it's, it's kind of like black currant juice vodka but because it's got this much water in you're also hydrating at the same time and it's got no sugar so whilst everyone is drinking like coke and they're getting diabetes, and they're waking up tomorrow with, like, a weirdly sick throat and a headache, and they're hungover. I've been hydrated all night. 200 IQ, like, I hope you take that one. Have squash as your mixer. Along with this, when you go to the shop, buy a bunch of what I call childish sweets. This is, again, like, another little, like, we're just getting a bunch of small stuff right now, which really add to, like, the night, and to, like, you being a really like somewhat quirky fun value-filled host and so what i say about childish sweets is like the stuff you could imagine that you have had and other people have had in their childhood and so you can go to like home bargains or any type of shop nearby or even just search it on amazon or something and you can buy maybe like a big box of them or, or like lollipops like i've got some here these will come in handy later and we will discuss exactly why this is so fucking important like dead ass. This is like going to get you laid, but just in the sense that if you've got a couple of sweets, bro, it's another thing that you can kind of like dish out to the people who have come to your place. Also buy condoms. If you want to be fing, just buy condoms. Do not fall for the myth that protected sex doesn't feel as good as complete bullshit. People who say that are just not wearing the right condoms because they have been designed to pr to feel as good as the whole normal thing is going raw. And so if, protected sex doesn't feel good for you if it feels like it's got like you know it's it's annoying it's because you haven't done one of the most vital stages of starting to have protective sex because you've never learned this in your sex education classes in school you need to research your nominal width size you can literally just Google like condom sizes, some condom size guide and go through one of those websites. You need to research that. You need to buy one specifically to your size. Like if you buy like the standard ones from the shop, they probably won't fit you. You need to buy the one that's actually made for your size because there's so many different like sizes that you need to get like the millimeter size, right? Get some in try them on, make sure that they fit comfortably and and literally like try them on over a couple of days. So you get used to like the packaging and putting them on. And so by this point, you'll actually feel completely comfortable to use them because I'm going to be honest to you, like, you know, this is something that a lot of guys like joke around and condoms and and it's like, it's actually a pretty serious thing. It's actually like pretty like anxiety ridden when you go for an STI test and you're you don't actually know if you've got anything right now and you hear if someone has got f-ing herpes and they have to like tell people that they've got herpes now you don't want to be one of them you don't want to get some bitch pregnant either like do this and just trust me when i say that once you do these f- this small step of just finding your size ordering it and trying it a couple of times you'll have no hesitation to stick on a condom, even if a girl tells you especially Especially if a girl tells you that you don't need one. That's a pro tip, boys. If a girl ever tells you, oh, yeah, like, we don't need a condom, just know that she said that to many guys this week. One of the final things you need to set up your room is a bunch of playlists on Spotify. Get Spotify Premium. Don't be a weirdo, bro. It's like £10 a month. Get Spotify Premium. You're not gonna set up the playlist yourself. So usually everyone's got, you know, their pre- preference and and you think you've got the best music. And like, just trust me, the music that you want on for your parties and for your nightclubs and when people come around, is just literally the the most standard the most basic the most popular songs that everyone knows it's better to have a song that everyone knows which is just kind of like a basic ass song than it is to have like what you think is the best song which no one knows so on spotify you can literally like go to like one of the main pages on spotify and it's just got like the popular playlist you literally just click on one of them and it's like all the songs that came out over the over the last two months and you just stick the one of them out because those songs are the ones that people are making like tiktoks about and those are the ones that if you play like everyone especially the girls are gonna really get hyped because they've made TikToks with this song too. Make your bed, don't be a scruff, keep your room clean. So let's imagine that you're just about to head out to a party or a nightclub. You're gonna have your room already set so that when you walk in, it's already set that you can immediately sleep with this girl that you're going to be bringing back and so the, the two major things is that your speaker is set to be connected to your phone via bluetooth and the, the playlist is ready and you've already got on the club lighting little lamp that you've bought let's talk about dating apps tinder hinge bumble you absolutely need to be using these because your match rate is going to skyrocket once you live in this central location you're going to delete your account first on all of these platforms and remake it about three times a week you're going to do that and i know you're starting to spaz out now because i said to delete your account and you've got seven. seven. matches that you don't want to lose trust me when i say that deleting your account remaking your account gives you far more matches than just kind of keeping it through the duration and now straight away everyone's like "But, but but that gets you banned no it doesn't you've never done it before stop chatting about something that you've never done i've done it about 200 times right now does not get you banned and if it gets you banned on something like tinder hinge bumble bro you literally just buy another sim card for your phone it's like 99 pages relax you get so many more matches this way because when you delete your account and when you remake your account you instantly get shown to the top of the stack, to every woman around, whereas once your account has just been active for weeks or months, your account is essentially stale. I bet you get like zero to five matches per day. When you do this, it will instantly go up and you'll get like seven to 10 on the first day. On the second day, maybe about five to seven, five to 10, and then you're going to delete and remake your account again. So this is exactly what you're going to do. You're going to, Delete, remake your account at about 7pm. You're never going to use any dating app, listen to this, you're never going to use any dating app, any messages, anything before about 7 Like 7 is the earliest. You've got to imagine, you're using these apps to have sex. Girls aren't in a sexy mood at 2pm in the middle of their lecture. 7pm is like kind of okay if it's like the winter time and it's dark. Generally, you want it to be like quite late because at that point, they're lonely, they're sex deprived and... You want to specifically be coupling up your nights out with your dating app use and this is exactly how we're going to do it So let's say you're going on a night out tonight You're going to delete and remake your account about 7 p.m Usually about 9 to 10 p.m Is when people will come to your place to have pre-drinks before you go to this party or nightclub So about 9 to 10 p.m Once you've got a couple of guys in that's when you're going to hop on tinder hinge bumble You've already deleted and remade your account. So your account's been fresh. So your account has been live for a couple of hours and you haven't used your likes yet that's very important every single time you delete and remake your account the 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 weird tactic to get so many more matches is to remake your account left swipe a couple of girls and then close the app this tricks like someone can correct me and and some nerd can correct me if they want but this tricks the algorithm to think that you're actually a high value male who's just made the account dissatisfied by the, the girls who are on it and then close the app every single time i do this i get almost double the matches A few hours later, so I don't use my likes straight away, I wait. And this also, what it does, it kind of stacks how many girls have liked you for when you use your likes. So now it's a couple of hours later, you go into the app, and usually on like Tinder or usually on these apps, you can kind of like see but not see how many likes you've got. Like it's a premium feature to like really see, but it kind of tells you, like Tinder tells you, you've got like three plus, ten plus, twenty nine plus, or something in front of your boys, but almost in a subtle way, you're gonna start to like use your your likes and usually what i do is i get everyone on i'm like boys let's see your tinder profiles like let's all swipe on tinder and so i start doing this while like looking at like you know the guy showing me his tinder profile and you'll you'll start to get match after match after match and the amount of times that guys next to me have like looked at me and went wait you you actually get matches because they're using tinder wrong they've got their accounts since college and like they get less than a match per day and here i am getting 10 in front of them and it's like it's mind-blowing for them to see someone get 10 matches just in that in the space of that much that increases the their perception of you their respect of you if there's girls in your pre-drinks that increases how attractive they are to you so at about 9 pm you've usual a bunch of your likes you've got a bunch of matches and you're going to start messaging these girls and you specifically want to be moving it towards meeting them tonight in the the party slash nightclub environment the first message i almost always will send when i was in this lifestyle was a sexual slash drug related text that's very very important your first message should be drug related the, the girls who are down for casual sex on tinder are into drugs so make your first message about drugs and you instantly stand out a basic one like basic you can say it's like just messages in like you look like you take cats. Now all the the little like nice boys, black spurgs will say like, wait, that's bad. You shouldn't be insulting it. But insults actually are, are like high level game. And if you say something like, you look like you take it, you look like you snort bear coke. That's actually like funniest to these girls. Like they'll be like, oh, whatever, what, what makes you think think that? So you can chat with them a little bit on the dating app. You can literally just send them a message like, are you out tonight? And if they're nearby the club slash party that you're going to you've got a good chance of meeting them there and what you want to do them so you've been matching with them and you know they're going to be close by if they're not going to be close by tonight and they're not kind of down to like come out tonight you're probably you're not going to meet them tonight and you might not even meet them in the future but you can still kind of pursue that as you want but specifically for getting a bang tonight the the highest way to do that is to get their number and then to send them a screenshot or at least the first picture of your Tinder profile because you need to imagine what she's going to be like. You're going to bang these girls at about 2 to 3 a.m., by the way. So she's just had a night out. She kissed a couple of guys. She's that type of girl. Her friend has went home with a guy and she hasn't. Because if she went home with a guy, she wouldn't be on Tinder. But if she hasn't went home with a guy she's kind of like feeling a little bit jealous because her friend's like been a little bit slutty she has and she's gonna hop on tinder or hop on her phone for a little bit more validation and maybe to meet a guy who seems fun she's already got 50 messages on tinder at that point and 50 messages and notifications on instagram because she's posted a picture of her looking good on on instagram and snapchat you're gonna be one of the few texts that she gets during this night but let's say you're basic as you're not you're not experiencing this and you send her the text like hey ex it's hamza she's not really gonna remember you because she, You've sent five messages, and right now, she's pretty drunk as well. The first message you're going to send in the text, you're probably going to message her, let's say, 10 p.m. It's going to be a screenshot of your Tinder profile, or at least the first shirtless picture that you're using. And you're going to say, hey, it's Hamza. Here's my Tinder profile. And this way, when she kind of re-looks through the text later on, when she's deciding on who to go home with, she can see instantly who you are, how attractive you are. And this, like, this alone is a very, very, like important thing that I learned to do. Let's talk about nightclubs and parties. Now, most of the degenerate university lifestyle revolves around the nightclub and party scene. If you don't wanna be in that scene because it's quite degenerate, then clearly this, this video is not for you. But if this video is for you, if you've been like hooked onto every word that I say, then it is the nightclub specifically the nightclubs and specifically the parties in which you can experience most of the the fun casual sex degenerate lifestyle so the nightclub scene is popping in the university lifestyle and that's generally where you're going to be experiencing most of this degenerate that's where you're going to be like kissing all these girls and bringing them back to your place and the the same with the parties as well in the uk not that many people do the whole flat they do happen you know the flat parties and and stuff but it's usually more evolved around just going to the nightclub and then it's like the ultra degenerate of coming back and doing like a party after the nightclub and that's for like the full-on like drug addicts. To find the nightclubs to go to, the easiest way is to just look at the flyers that you've been, you literally, by this point, you've already got like 50 different flyers. You'll go around campus and there's always like a bunch of people just handing out flyers for clubs. It's one of those that you want to go to. So on the flyer, it will say which day this this particular event is. Have a look at all the ones you've been given, maybe even message the group chats that you've made and see which one seems like it's going to be popping tonight. The reason why you want to go based on the flyer is because 500 people, maybe a thousand people in your area have been given that same flyer today. And so you're going to be going to this club. And in this club, you're going to have people who literally live in the same area right next to you because they've, they've all been given the same flyer. So this is what you do. You've already invited people to join you for today. You, a bunch of us, not just you, not anyone want to come to the club. No, no. A bunch of us are going to this club today. We're all going to pre-drink at my place at, let's say, 10 p.m. You've already sent this message out to a bunch of people. It's 10 p.m. A bunch of people are rolling into your place. And, you know, you briefly spoke to them. You start buddying up with them, fist bump, drinking challenges, all the s*** you want to do in pre-drinks. Just listen to music and just talk about shit. Let's say now it's about... 11 to 12 p.m. and you're going towards the club. You need to keep up the same boisterous, loud, funny, hype momentum that you've had in pre-drinks. So pre-drinks generally is like one of the most fun parts of, like probably the most fun part of the night for most people. You need to keep up that same momentum on the way to the club. What often happens and what really kind of sets the night in a far worse tone is that you were all having fun in pre-drinks, but then on the way to the club, because you took, let's say, an Uber, and the uber driver wasn't playing music or anything you've all kind of just went silent went on your phones you get to the club and everyone's in quite like a silent reserved mood we don't want that so in the middle of your pre-drinks you're going to be having fun and everything you're going to be somewhat active on social media and take a couple of stories of people doing and like saying some stupid and that's great because everyone you've recently been meeting has gotten you on instagram and so everyone recently who is lives in your accommodation, who's nearby, is going to see you having fun and see that you're probably going to be going out tonight. It's time to make your way to the nightclub. It's so important now that you were living in that student accommodation, which was central because we want you to be able to walk there. When you walk with a group to the nightclub or the party, let's say it's a mile away or something. The momentum stays sky high. And that's the best case scenario. There's a few times where we've taken an Uber to the club and uh, like the momentum stayed up. But that's because that Uber driver was also like very, very good at like his social side of that job in terms of like escorting students to get like drunk at the club. Generally, that won't even happen. And so walking to the club is far better because you keep up the same loud feeling where you're all like running around doing stupid And so now this is where you start to do what's called social lubrication. So shout out to Levi who made this. So social lubrication is where i'll tell you his story right so me and this guy me and my friend liba we would always go to clubs together and for the first bunch of times that we'd go we'd walk to the club so i'd be thinking okay we're gonna get to the club i'm gonna speak to people there i'm gonna talk to girls there and on the way to the club this guy would be like running up to people fist bumping people like on the way just random people he'd be like shouting over at groups of girls and everything and just like being social on the way that i didn't even ever consider that and i asked him one time like what are you doing like you keep like running up to like, groups of people and everything, and he's like, I'm just getting lubed up, bro. I'm like, what? I'm just getting lubed up, G? I was like, Wait, what are you talking about? He's like, this is social lubrication. He was getting lubed up. He was getting warmed up, we can say, before he actually got into the club. And so what do you think happened? We get into the club. I'm feeling reserved because I didn't keep up the same momentum, and I'm like, okay, thinking, okay, let, let me go have seven shots first. Let me go get really, really drunk before I can speak to people. He's already up there. So we enter the club and he's already, again, speaking to everyone around him. So I started, started, honestly, I stole the idea. Like, I started doing it too next to him. So next, so the next few times, like, we're going out. Both of us are running up to bitches, bro. Both of us are running up to people and, like, fist bumping everyone. And... That kept the momentum sky high so that when we'd walk into the club, both of us are, again, already up here and we're ready to, like, literally walk in, straight away go speak to a girl there, straight away go into the middle of a group of guys who are are all friends. We're not friends with them and literally start speaking to them and everything. So you've kept up the momentum and in the horizon is the club. Now, there's a few important points here. You've got to, one, make sure that your boys don't act too drunk. Usually at this point, one of you motherfuckers is like pissed and he's not gonna get in the club it kind of becomes a domino because you have to kind of stand outside and like wait till this. don't be like a dickhead and just leave him you're gonna get him an Uber back to his place like This is quite important like this, the safety of the night generally is based on just making sure that your friends stay with you and that you get them home safe and you, you should be taking responsibility for this because a bunch of people in this environment don't actually take that responsibility for themselves so if something like this happens if one of your friends doesn't get into the club because he's too drunk don't just f- leave him out there. I, I know that's basic common sense, but like some people dead ass do that. And maybe even the friend's like not too drunk, but imagine if the friend's like not allowed in because of his trainers or be, or whatever, for whatever reason, you could just go in and most people would do that. But then this guy's just kind of like stood outside, just like, do you know what I mean? Be the, be the friend who stands outside with him. Like be the friend who like literally calls the Uber for him and says, nah, I got the Uber for you, bro. Be the friend who, if your friend's like really, really drunk, f- takes him back home. Because that's how you share your gift of love, and that's how you keep people safe. And and you don't want one of those f- stories of like some drunk guy then walking off and falling into the. F- canal or some sh** literally dying you've got close to the club you see the club you one you're going to make sure that all your boys are like acting so, at least somewhat sober now at this point especially if it's one of the first night outs that you're going to there's going to be a huge line going into the club huge line so sometimes you have to wait for longer than an hour in this line we don't want to do that again it, it lowers the momentum and it you can sometimes keep up the momentum in the line because you're speaking to everyone around you and stuff but generally it's just a waste of time so what we're going to do you're going to learn one of my my secrets here so <laughs> me and again leave my I used to do this. We see that big ass line. You're going to look through for your victim and the specific type of person you're looking for is a couple of guys. A couple of guys, about two to four guys who don't exactly look so confident. Usually they're wearing like a hoodie. They're like got kind of long hair. You can imagine them being like the perfect candidates for self-improvement in the sense that they're kind of like Jeffries. They kind of like, they play video games and everything. You want to look at a couple of those. Go straight up to them fist bump them and be like oh yeah boys if you let us like we don't want to wait for the line if you let us just jump in next to you we'll buy you drinks inside they'll be again their faces light, like oh my god these guys want to be friends with us they're like yeah 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 get, get, come on, get behind us boom you just saved an hour of your life i started doing this in every single club now if there's a line even if like the, the line wasn't that big honestly i just did it just because it's kind of fun to like just skip half of the people there obviously don't do it when like the bouncers can see but even then it's like club line etiquette that people can essentially like hold spaces for their friend who's just coming in. It's like a common understanding. So you can essentially just say, no, look, we're friends, like I know this guy. And you kind of just go up to him and just say like, yo, I'll buy you a drink inside if you just say it's okay for me to stand behind you. So now you're getting inside, you want to make sure that you've got some cash. Most of these clubs don't actually... Um, let you pay the entry fee with card, which is f- annoying. But So you need to get cash out. I should have probably said this before, but you need to get cash out like five to ten pounds to pay like the little entry fee and then you're inside of the club. You're already lubed up. What's very, very important and what's actually very tricky to maximize your, your experience in the club is to be focused entirely on having fun, even if you want to get girls. This is what most guys will always do wrong, especially if you want to get girls. You need to be focused entirely on having fun. Why? Because girls just want to have fun. A guy who's trying to be a pickup artist isn't fun. A guy who's overly drunk, who's, who's drinking to get rid of the social anxiety isn't fun. A guy who's got a bit of a goofy dance, who's fist bumping everyone, who's giving compliments to everyone, who's having a good time, who's laughing, who's like just chanting shit. He's having a lot of fun. The girls will naturally gravitate to you if you're like that and the moment you start to focus on the girls who have gravitated to you they start gravitating away from you to the guy who's now not focused on them it's like a it's like a subtle dance that you've got to kind of do not actually like a dance in the the form of dance but i I don't know how to to explain it you've got to be in this mood but being in this mood makes it somewhat like difficult to folk to it feels unnatural to stay in this mood when a girl is coming close to you and she's dancing next to you but she will like come onto you if you stay into this mood where you're just having pure fun all you're thinking about is fun you're not thinking about um Pulling the girls there. You're not thinking about how hot the girls are. You're literally just focused on having fun. Because even if you think you're being subtle, you are not. The girls can tell when you're looking at them. And you cannot. It's like, it's weird because you can barely tell that you're looking at them. You need to be in there. Mission. Have as much fun as possible. Do stupid Dance like you're being goofy. Like no one's even looking at you. Speak to as many people as possible. Complimenting people. But without like this sense of wanting something from them. You're just trying to have as much fun as possible. So you want to get into the club. And a nice little fun challenge for you to just go with is to go compliment ten people almost immediately. Again, fist bump straight away, point at some guy's shirt, be like, bro, I like that shirt. This, there'll be some black guy. It's always a black guy who's wearing like a gold chain or something. Bro, your style is sick. You can even say this to girls, you can literally like straight up say to a girl like, I can tell you putting so much effort into that today, like your hair today. Like I know it seems a bit cringy right now, but when you say this with the right atmosphere, like the right attitude that you literally are just sharing your love to the people around you it makes people like fully like it's like you put them into a trance and not only that it's your own kind of social skills leveling so you're in the club you've been in the club for literally a couple of minutes start you know maybe get a couple of drinks in start dancing like no one's watching and everyone will be watching with envy so at this point when you're in the club or even the party there's two ways to get girls one is in the dance floor and at this point it's 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 too loud to talk so, this is what all the spurgs on Reddit, if you ever kind of like search for like dance club, nightclub um, on Reddit, and everyone's like, oh, I hate nightclubs because it's too loud to talk. It's like, you're not supposed to talk at this point. The way that you attract a woman at this point is purely physical, it's purely just with your eyes. Once you make eye contact with her, it's game on. Now, if you're one of the weird guys who go up to her ear and trying to like flirt with her and try and talk to her, she's gonna be unattracted to you because. It shows that you're not experienced in this scene. It shows that you're not confident in this scene because you're not supposed to speak in the middle of the dance floor, like, much. You can say a few things here and there, but it's, like, you want to say basic and it's mostly just moving with your body. So you're dancing, you're enjoying yourself, like, no one's even watching. You've been complimenting everyone. The girl's been noticing. Eventually, like, you fully notice a girl just staring at you. You both smile at each other. You kind of just get, like, walk a little bit closer to it and uh, literally, the same type of dance you were doing, if this girl's compatible with you, she'll be, like, finding it sexy. Like, in a weird way. Like, you can be a dancer you don't have to actually be good at it but as you get close to each other you can straight away just kind of lean forward for a kiss like once you've kind of like connected and you stood next to her most guys will never attempt that that's why most guys will never actually like be good in this scene these girls are keen for it now if they're not let's say she's not interested then she's of course going to back away she's of course going to push you away and at that point you're just kind of like shrug your shoulders and go back to having fun you're going to assume that that the the people that you connect with, that the girls who smile at you, the girls who like, oh, like I f you, you're gonna, it's kind of common sense. You're gonna assume that they want to like escalate with you, that they want to kiss you. That's essentially her approach. Like when a girl makes eye contact with you in the club, and the girl smiles at you in the club, bro, that's her like like waving at you, like yo over here, damas, and me, come on, bro. What are you do? What are you waiting for? Most guys will still be like oblivious, like waiting for her to say i consent if you're waiting for an audible if you're waiting for her to say something you're losing because especially the dance floor like where people are dancing with loud music it's not based on the words it's based on just the actions it's based on the eyes and like what you're looking at you have the benefit at this point that there's loud music it's kind of dark there's kind of like flashy lights and everything and so you can like that you can like go in for a kiss and even if she kind of rejects you it's like you can have the confidence like kind of like no one saw it that it didn't even happen that you can kind of just shrug your shoulders and go back to just dancing all goofy and it doesn't even matter the second way then to get a girl in this environment of let's say the the nightclub or the party is through then talking if you want to be the talker it's not as effective like at all but it's still like something you can do you can do both and so this generally you go to where the people are smoking you go to where the music is a lot quieter and it's usually like some kind of like outside door you'll go there And you can literally just start to like walk up to every single person, give them a little compliment. And you've got to use some kind of like social understanding to just go up to someone, even guys as well, and just kind of see if they kind of like you or if they kind of like annoyed by the fact that you just interrupted the conversation and so quite often honestly it's it's usually never actually that they're annoyed that you've ever interrupted them when you when you come up you've been having fun and you literally just like go up to someone and you say like something nice about them and you truly truly mean it it's like a genuine compliment people automatically like you when you do that and so you go up to the group of girls like the pair of girls there's two girls if there's two girls they're there to f**k by the way a group of girls maybe not but like if there's two girls bro they're they're f**king that night you go up to the two girls you literally give them both a compliment, and you will be able to almost instantly tell which one's into you because one of them will like see you go, like Oh, thanks, and go back to her phone, and the other one will be like, I f- you, and that's the one who literally wants you to like escalate with her right now. And so, you can just kind of like step a little bit closer, you can keep talking about something like sexual, but not like weirdly sexual, but more just kind of like a nice, again, and like a better compliment. Most guys just overthink this, and they're, they're saying, Okay, what, what do I say? What you say does not matter at all. Like, if you've been asking, if you've been wondering, oh, like, I I hope he tells me a line. Like, what do I say? What do I say? I know that you're bad with women. And I know that you're bad in in general with people because... What we say truly just doesn't even change much. It's just what your body language is like and and who you are, how attractive you are. And so if there is a woman who somewhat seems like she's interested in you, it's not because of some stupid you've said, bro. The amount of times that I've kissed girls after saying like the stupidest after stuttering, after messing up my words, after like purposely going up and saying something silly. For a long time, bro, I would literally just go up to girls. Like me and my friend would have this challenge, like say the weirdest thing and still kiss her. So I'm like going up like, yeah, I've just shit myself. 20 seconds later, I'm kissing her because it doesn't matter what you say. And, and if you look at like anyone who's truly like experienced in terms of attracting women, they'll say the same thing unless they're trying to sell you something. Then they'll try and sell you the one sentence to say to them. But it doesn't matter what you say. It just matters how you say it. And so stop overthinking of what to say. Just the most important thing is literally that you just kind of open up your mouth next to some people. You don't even need to open up your mouth, bro. The next most important thing is that you just go next to a woman. If you have the mentality that it's a numbers game, and have the mindset that on average you need to be rejected at least about let's say ten times for you to like fully fully attract this girl and take her home. In fact, that's that's exactly what happened in the most recent little night out that I had a few days ago. A guy was there. He was on his own night out. Like he went out by himself and he was speaking to me and everything. I felt like he was got a kind of semi red pilled. And he was like, you know, sp- uh, speaking to girls and everything. He kept on like somewhat like asking me for advice or like kind of reporting back of how it went. And he said like, oh, bro, I just got rejected. I'm like, okay, make that 10 rejections and you'll go home with a girl tonight. By his like second or third rejection, or me- I think literally second. He's like, he's aggressively making out with this girl. Like they're both like fully like, every- they're bumping into everyone. There you go. I helped him reframe that the first rejection he got was a good thing. Imagine if I was like, oh my God, no, you got rejected, bro. the girls are stupid and everything. Get rejected by 10 girls. Not in a a stupid or like weird way, but open up your mouth to that 10 girls. Within those 10, you're going to be making out like with at least a couple of them. Now, if you really want to bang at this point, you want to sleep with a girl tonight. The moment that you've made out with her, you're gonna already assume that she wants to come home with you. You're gonna start walking away. Reach out your hand and say, Come on, we're like, we're leaving. We're going for a walk. We're gonna do this. We're gonna go. Like, we're doing this. Of course, she can say no. Of course she can like say no, I'm staying. Generally, if you like assume that she's coming with you and you literally like almost start walking away with it, she'll literally come like She's never been led by a guy like that before. That's that's so, so sexy for her. And if she's just kissed you, like she's down to f*** as well. Honestly though, once you've made out with a girl, you might not actually want to do this. All of this time, you've like, you know, you're watching this video because you're horny as f*** and you've wanted to live this degenerate lifestyle. But I'm not going to lie, bro. The way that I've just said it then, that, okay, you could go into the club, Within half an hour, you're, you're making out with a girl and you could leave with her straight away. You might not want to do that because of how much fun you've actually been having with the boys. Now, if you don't want to, like, go immediately, you've got to understand this girl who you were just currently on is not yours whatsoever. That quite literally, within just a few seconds, she can and will be kissing some other guy and going home with him. The guy who, who makes out with her stretches out his hand and says, come on, we're leaving straight away, whether they've been in the club for five minutes or not. Is the one who's gonna sleep with her that night and the reason why i'm bringing this up is because it kind of just shows you that the thing that you feel like you've wanted all along kind of becomes negligible when you're just having a fun time with the boys and you kind of like would think like eh, i could go home and like sleep with this girl but like i was actually just having a sick time here just dancing and being goofy with my friends anyway so it's your choice but if you do like definitely want to sleep with her you have to like just it within literally seconds that you speak to a compliment kiss as soon as you kiss you like assume you're going back together and if you already assume it it's probably gonna happen another point is to not even bother getting numbers that's what a lot of guys who aren't really experienced in this environment would do they'll speak to a girl and everything get her number she's never gonna reply or even if she replies the conversation's gonna go dead in my years of being a degenerate of going to nightclubs and parties i think i met up like one or two girls from getting their numbers afterwards and i know it seems like oh my god at least it's something it's just not worth it essentially if you're getting her number you're doing it in the sense of like just kind of insecurity like oh she's not gonna sleep with me tonight but maybe she will tomorrow bullshit. get social media instead get the instagram instead because it's just an extra follower which looks good on your profile so you're just using her for that pixel but it also helps in the sense that then she's going to be watching your stories and your posts and everything in the future. And that's how then you'll probably be able to attract her again. But generally, honestly, if you don't sleep with her on the first night, you never will have this mindset. If you do not sleep with her on the first night, you never will. So we'll quickly discuss right now in the in the nightclub, in the party. If you haven't actually pulled a girl there, this is when you again hop onto Tinder. Maybe you message the, the one girl you have speaking to before. And you send out like a blast copy and paste message to every girl who is on your list. And this is why we're going to actively keep deleting and remaking our accounts because it's kind of like sketchy as f. But it's like, this actually does work. So using Tinder and everything about 2 to 3 a.m. in a student location. Think about what's happening. You've been out. You haven't attracted a girl enough to, to go home with her. Any girl who replies to your message right now at 2 a.m., bro, she's down to fuck. Because she's probably went out and she hasn't pulled the guy either. And so you're gonna send just a copy and paste message, whatever you can think of, and it can be very, very forward because it's literally two a.m., three a.m. You can literally send this message of like, "Hey, come over, we'll we'll drink wine." Like you can you can make it somewhat sexual. You can straight away invite her over, knowing that by the time you go home, you can just delete your account and that all the evidence is kind of like removed. That no girl wakes up tomorrow, like sees your like sexual message and like screenshots it, sends it to a friend. Because any girl who's asleep right now, who's not going to see your message, who's not going to reply, you're just going to delete your account by the time you're into to sleep anyway. And so this way you can see how like, how effective my sort of Tinder strategy is, is that we're going very, very direct at this point, which this is like your last call to get any pussy. And so you're going to send out the last message. I, there isn't one in particular that I do. It's just kind of like what comes to mind at this point. It, this worked a, a fair amount for me. I'm not even going to lie to you. This worked a fair amount. And it was always the same thing of like, I would send it, I said like, hey, what are you doing right now? But yeah, that was actually the, first, the the thing I would send is just, hey, what are you doing right now? And they just say like, oh, I'm, I'm just in a party. I'm just coming home from the nightclub. And I'd say, wait, wanna meet? Just basic ass, you can be so forward. And I was so surprised that at this point, it's like all the bull- all the games of like this the sexual marketplace dropped. And I could literally send a message like, "What are you doing right now? Want to meet?" And the girl's like, "Oh uh, yeah, I can do, but I've got to be up for my lecture at, at seven, so I don't really know. Maybe I won't." And I'd be like, "Oh d- no, don't worry. I live right next to uni." And she's like, oh, "Okay, but um, can I bring my 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 uni stuff? Can I like brush my teeth? Go, yeah, yeah, of course you can. You can shower and everything. I've got a spare towel. I've got like all you know. I've already got like mouthwash and." Shit. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, son. I get a new to your place then." So now we're going to talk about escalating back at your place, and this is where a lot of guys get quite nervous. So you've come back into your room with your girl. Now the reason why I was drilling in before the room set up and i told you some specific stuff that you should be buying the, the speaker and the light is because if you walk into your room and visualize this right now you walk into your room you've been kissing this girl and everything and then you just kind of like what do you do now you can like keep kissing her but like, how do you actually like escalate to the point that you're banging it's because you've lost the same sexual energy that you just had now whether you met this girl in the nightclub that you were in or whether she went to a party whatever everyone is just so much more sexual and, and less. everyone holds back less in that type of dark, loud music environments because it kind of like hides everything, doesn't it? So this is why you're going to have a loud speaker on and Bro, like that's like 3 a.m. You can still play loud music in student accommodations and everything as well. The light as well is so, so important. So the exact thing I would do is I walk back into my room with this girl, I'd turn on the music straight away so we got some like tunes on I grab like the wine, pour out a little uh, glass for both of us or just drink from the bottle and I'd say, okay, I'm gonna show you the best part of the room now. Turn off the main light, it's pitch black. I turn on the little club light. And at this point, bro, it required nothing else other than me literally walking straight up to her and starting to kiss her. There's never been, like, an easier way for me to get out of the nervousness of how to, like, go from just kind of, like, holding hands or something, you know, walking into the room to actually, like, fully start making out. And once you're making out, just see it as almost common sense. Okay, think how to go from here to, to the point that you're actually having sex with her, which is, okay, push it a little bit closer towards the bed, take your clothes off, take her clothes off, start, like, just play, and then she go from there. Now, at this point, you might experience what's commonly referred to online as last-minute resistance, which is actually, like, it is something that happens quite often. So last-minute resistance is where you're getting pretty sexual. The girls are getting pretty sexual, but then she kind of, like, stops. So usually you're, like, fully naked at this point, but she's like, wait, stop. Like, I don't want to have sex. Now, most guys would start flipping out. They're like, wait, what? Why? Why? Why don't you want to? What's wrong and everything? You've got to almost assume, like, it's done nothing to you to the point that you're like, yeah, okay. And you literally just slide off. And then you just kind of like do something and the do something part is like, now I understand what exactly is the best thing to do. You go straight away to your little sweetie drawer. You remember the childish sweets, you grab a couple of them, give them to them. And it's like, it just brings like such a sweet, like loving, like familiarity where she'll be like, Oh my God, like, I used to have these sweets. And so you can do it with anything. You can do it with like little ice lollies. That's always nice if it's warm as well. Like, like little lollipops and everything. So you sit around, just kind of like eating them and just talking and sipping some wine for literally just a couple of minutes and you escalate again. At this point, it's like you're literally naked together. You've just had shared, like you went from being purely physical to now just being the guy who she's having like sweets with and you've you've shown that you aren't phased by her saying that she doesn't wanna have sex with you. Like you completely understood her her need for for consent and like safety and boundaries. And that is so sexy. Now, before I've said, we're gonna assume consent. Of course we are, because we're not like the modern world, the modern girls would say to you like, yes, they want a guy to ask for consent. They, they actually don't. It, it kind of sounds nice. It's like women have been like almost deceived to, to, to say that they want this. They don't want a guy to ask for consent, but they want, a, like, absolutely need a guy to respect consent or, or without consent. So you're not gonna ask for it. You're gonna essentially assume it up until the point that she says, "I like, no way, I'm not comfortable, whatever, whatever. At that point, it's like, it's gonna do nothing to phase you and you are just kind of like almost shrug your shoulders and be like completely fine with it okay now we're just gonna have like sweets like that's still fun too and so at this point you bang the girl treat her nicely i know like you're a bit of a degenerate and everything but your experiences here really do somewhat shape you and it really does create like the image of you in the people around you and once you sort of get out of this lifestyle you will wish that a bunch of these girls who did nothing wrong to you had a better perception of you but you just kind of treated them like shit. you you had this idea that you should like for some reason treat them like bad you don't have to like i i did that and i like i look back with like shame for that because there was girls who were nothing but like nice to me and I thought it was more of the alpha male thing to do to like kick him out. And like, you know, I thought that was like an ego boost and everything. And when I look back, I was just like, why did you do that? Because I like, I'm thinking to my younger self, like you wanted to cuddle with her, bro. Like you literally wanted to cuddle. Like, you wanted her to stay the night, but you thought it was like more of like the red pill thing to kick him out. but f that. Do what, like if she's annoying as fuck, if she's like, for some reason weird, like you shouldn't have slept with her in the first place. But if she is, then of course you can say like, oh no, like, you know, I don't want you to stay or something. You can just be upfront up with it. But generally, the girl that you've you've done all of this with in the, the same vibe that i've been suggesting which is like to be the fun loving guy she's not going to be weird she's not going to be like aggressive she's not going to be like anything negative it's just going to be like a fun night you guys share together and so at that point keep around let her stay the night give her the the like, mouthwash and all the shit that you've like you know you've already prepared for yourself and she's going to have like a fond memory of this and this is how you turn a one night stand slash hookup into like a very consistent sexual partner and that's probably what you've wanted anyway Oh, well, we've still got a long way god damn we still- got so many bits to cover boys okay so lectures we'll do this briefly so (laughs) i'm not going to tell you much about studying because i didn't do that but in lectures i'm going to tell you just how to maximize your your social potential in lectures so you're going to go there kind of early especially in the first few weeks as well what you're going to find is that you know there's a bunch of people stood outside the lecture the lecture starts at 9 a.m and you've gotten there at 8 50 and there's like a bunch of like groups and just you know the same thing again where the person is just kind of like stood outside the lecture just pretending they're on their phone but just actually kind of like looking around hoping to make friends again you're going to do exact same thing that you did when you moved in. Straight up, fist bump. And a simple question, but you don't have to be smart with it. You can literally, like they stood outside the room that says psychology. You can literally fist bump them and say like, is this the room for psychology? And they'll be like, yeah. Like, I mean, are you, are you in psychology? They'll be like, yeah. You, what you say does not matter. All that matters is that you literally go up with like a fun, loving, inviting, connected mood. So you're just gonna do the same fist bump strategy again. So in the lecture, the one piece of advice I'm going to give you is to actually focus then. So once, like wherever you are, we just want you to focus. So when you're in the so- social setting or you're in the nightclub wherever, whatever, we want you to be mindful of that. When you are in the lecture, we want you to be mindful of what you're learning there. You're investing your time and your money to be there. Just focus on it, bro. Don't be like the f- weird class clown. Don't be the, the dumbass who's just on his phone during the lecture. Completely pointless to be there. Once you're in the lecture, you focus entirely on learning as much as possible because that way you get the nice sort of confidence and sense of like esteem that you can walk out and think okay you've done you know some education for the day and you can now like go and do something more social now wherever you sit in the lecture you can sit wherever you like but wherever you sit speak to the people around you especially the people who sit side by side to you now some of this weird i don't know why i did this bro but like you'll probably be able to relate to this Imagine I'm sat on like one of the lecture seats, and like there's you know there's a seat there, and like someone's coming in to sit there, like a group of girls coming, one of them's gonna sit next to me. I do this thing of like not even acknowledge her and just kind of like, just you know like awkwardly like look at the lecturer, pretend like I don't even see her. I don't know why, and especially if it's like a hot girl, instead of looking and just smiling at her, I do the thing of like, you know like I don't know like if you no to be honest, I think all guys will understand this. Instead of like just looking at her like she's a human being, bro, I'd be literally like. Like looking at the lecturer like but also trying to make my jawline from this side <laughs> if i could go back but all those times that some random person sitting next to me to come up literally you could it's like it's completely okay for you to like look like this and like smile at them and literally just do this and when they sit down literally just give them a fist bump like just imagine that imagine that same scenario the old hamza would have like these girls are coming kind of look at them from the corner of my eye and then just kind of like focus on the lecture but not really focus on the lecture now i would like to see this girl but yo you're right give her a fist bump and it's like straight away at that point it's like me and her would have gotten into a small conversation and i'd probably invite her to again do something fun now the people around you the people you've just met invite them to do something and one of the easiest things to do is just either to go get water or to go get food in between your lectures and again that's like you being the initiator and like you can see how many little things we're doing that you're going to be so socially connected all throughout the day now we're coming to one of the most important things that we're going to discuss which is to join a sports club now if you're not going to join a sports club don't go to university quite frankly you're like it you are a complete fool if you don't plan to go to a sports club it is like the red pill university degenerate social sexual university experience is when you join a sports club and i'm going to tell you exactly which ones to join the amount of stuff that you do in these clubs is so significant that i i literally think that you're not even going to get 40% of the same experience if you're not in a sports club. So the best clubs to join for what you want since you're a degenerate is the lads culture style and that is the the, the best ones by far in the UK at least are football and rugby. You want like the lads culture and you specifically want it to be a team sport. You can join let's say a solo sport in the sense of martial arts like boxing and whatever You can join that for your own interest if you want to, but the social life there is not gonna be anywhere near as good. And when the social life isn't as good, the sexual life isn't as good. So in the boxing, for example, I went into boxing and it was like, you know, I made it good, right? I made it good in the sense that I took over, I took charge of like the social stuff there and I'm inviting people to come to my place and I made friends with all these guys and I'm like meeting them outside of boxing and everything. But none of it was like set for me. And so out of the whole experience of being in boxing, I made like a couple of good friends that way. Whereas when you join a team sport, you've got literally a group of 30 guys who you're all like on the same team with. And this then in these team sports they organize like consistent weekly things for you guys to do you go and to you go to like some pub or some restaurant to watch the game of of the sport that you guys play they almost always do like a weekly night out and these team sports especially football and rugby connect with the the usually female dominated team sports too so the american football and the rugby clubs in my university would Pair up with the pole dancers and the cheerleaders. It was like, it was made to be sexual. The, the things they would do together was made that you'd all be like, for example, you'd get like, um, there was one event which was like a, a pub golf where you go to like a bunch of different pubs and you literally get like chained to a girl from a different club, which they've made it for you to f- literally. Like, you must, must join one of these clubs if you want this social slash sexual life. And then on the side, consider joining a club that you've got like the huge interest for. Now, straight away, your limiting belief is going to say, okay, sounds good, it would be awesome, but I'm not good. You're a pussy, but you're going to say, okay, but you know, you know I'm, I'm not good at football, I'm not good at basketball, I'm not good at rugby. You don't have to be good. These clubs are not for competing. They do compete. And some of them do, some guys do take them seriously, but they are like very open and welcoming to everyone just for the sake of like, they just want numbers to turn up. Like you don't need to be good. You can have the mindset that you are literally just going there to have fun and to practice that's it and that's like if you said that to the coach for example if you said that to the guys who are like you know signing people up they'd be like yeah like yeah of course yeah come down to our session so specifically what you do to join one of these clubs hopefully you're going to be joining in like literally the first few days of you moving into university and everything starting we want you to go to the the first few sessions that they're having usually there's some kind of like fair so in the the uk we call it Freshers' fair in most of these universities where in the first few days there's like a big fair all the clubs are there like they've got like leaflets and everything and you just kind of like see which day they're all open and you sign it and you get like a text or an email or something but it's as simple as just finding the club onto facebook and on there they'll say which days the practice sessions are you don't need to book it you don't need to really do anything you just see where it's at what time it's at and just go now in university they'll also have what we can say is hobby clubs so these aren't exactly sports But they are just clubs of like people who've got like an interest. So there's maybe like a movie club, a gaming club, whatever there is, right? Now you might think, most people would think that you should go to the one that you've got an interest in. So if you like movies, go to the movie one. If you like video games, go to the video one. Not exactly. Because I want you to imagine this, right? You really like movies. So you go to the movie club. But then no one there was really nice to you. But you really like movies. Are you going to keep going to the movie club? But even though no one that... No, of course you're not. You you, you know what I mean? You're going to go where you feel welcomed and where you feel like very accepted and socially connected. Now, let's say you've never played chess before, but somehow you end up seeing like the chess club and everyone there is like so nice to you. They're fist bumping you. There's some hot girls there. They're flirting with you. Bro, you're going to be... You're going to be into chess now, aren't you? So I want you to have the mindset that your interest doesn't exactly matter. And in fact, whatever one you see, whichever day you're free, you're going to go to that that club's meeting that day. So Wednesday could literally be pole dancing. And if you've got Wednesday free, go to it. Because if you go to something like pole dancing, or if you go to something like cheerleading, bro, you have my respect. Because if you go there, and let's say the first session goes terrible, okay? Fine. Don't go again. Absolutely fine. But if you go there, the first session goes well. And all the girls seem to like you there and they're all like welcoming and everything. And you end up making friends with them. Bro, you are set for the rest of your university experience. So if you do, let's say, go to pole dancing or cheerleading, not only will you actually end up sleeping with a bunch of the girls there, but you'll go out with like 10 hot girls. You'll get like a God-level status and pre-selection from this. So specifically in terms of just any of the clubs, any of the sports, you don't have to be good at them. You just kind of have to have that day free in your schedule, that day and that time free and, and be able to like go to where where they train. If you've got that free, no matter which club it is, no matter which interest it is, just go and just see. Within the first time you go there, you'll be able to see if like you like the people there and if they vibe with you. And of course, you want to go there with the same fun, loving, accepting, connecting mood. Now, preferably, you will go to the first session each club, each interest has because at that point, the first session is literally everyone is new that would be preferable but honestly you can go literally later in the year like even as late in the year like for boxing for example i i started boxing near the end of my first year like the last month of my first year it's completely fine let's quickly go over the final point which is how to structure your life in university through the years of university so the first year based on uk university the first year your the grade that you get doesn't exactly like result in anything other than just passing you to get into the second year so what you actually like need to know is not even hard because you've probably done the same stuff in college and you don't need to get a high grade because the grade doesn't even reflect what you'd get in second or third year so the first year is the total degenerate fully fully think about maximizing social and sexual life you're going to get a higher return on investment for maximizing this side to life than you are to being a great student in this year so in this year go out a lot host a lot of stuff, do a lot of dumb shit. You're supposed to do that. Now, in second year, it's very common to go from the student accommodation you were living into like a house, a shared accommodation. Do not do that. It's completely fine for you to find a private student accommodation right nearby, the same logistics and everything, and book in there, completely fine. Literally, no one will judge you. Like, this is what some people were afraid of. No one will judge you for living in a student accommodation. No one's gonna be like, oh my God, you're, you're living in a student accommodation, but you're 19. Like, no one gives a fuck, bro. Like, you were there when you were 18, so now you're 19. Now you're, whatever age you are, like 20 something like i there were people around me who were like 24 living in the student accommodation and it was like completely fine Bro, i brought milfs back to my student accommodation like it's completely fine so in second year the work gets a quite a significant amount tougher generally in second year the work that you're going to get isn't exactly the work that you've done in college whereas the first year usually is so in second year you must be invoking deep work deep work of the book by cal newport just read it asap and start invoking that what we want is that your work hours and pretty much everything you do is 100 focused with zero destruction time because you need to be putting in some time into your work the worst case scenario is that you're one of those dumbass students who do like eight hour days 10 hour days 14 hour days of indians and Pakistanis, i'm looking at you guys because you're not working 14 hour days first of all let's just put it this way right no one's working 10 hour days no one's doing that sh- what you're actually doing is that you're in work like mode for eight hours, but you're outputting the equivalent of like three hours of work because you're a dumbass. Instead, invoke deep work, 100 percent focused zero distractions and limit your work to about three hours per day like specifically set yourself that limit of like i do no more than three hours or four hours of work per day and you'll find that you will still be far ahead of where you were going to be like you'll you'll be one of the top students if you do this most people will never do this because it requires you to not be a jeffrey and to stop going on your phone in the middle of your work shift bro most people will never do this so after you finish then in your deep work blocks for the day, you finish four hours of work, you're then gonna focus entirely on just kind of recovering for the next deep work block. And so you're gonna have some fun with your friends, you're gonna go and stay away from like technology as much, and you're just gonna like not overly do work We want you to do four hours of deep work from the start of your university year all the way to the end. What we don't want is that you do almost no university work up until you've got an assignment next week and then you've got like that weirdly like stressful hate of studying in uni. And finally, the third year of university is the very serious year. This is where you get like most of the grade and you are a complete dumbass if you still continue the degenerate lifestyle but that's what I did. So for this year, you want to revolve your social life around bigger events. So instead of consistently going out to clubs and parties, you want to have like one big thing per month and you can of course like then kind of like invest more into it spend more into it and go like pretty like hard on this one thing you can maybe book like a short like holiday and stuff like that this is when you should be considering yourself as a full-time student so i've just pretty much bestowed upon you the the wisdom i've gained over my degenerate years of university and like i said at the start of the video in a weird way doing this made me more successful than actually taking university like seriously and it's just kind of like how the world works and it, it, I know it's going to be very hard for you to trust me on that, but I think that if you've watched all this video and if you've like really found this interest and you really want to like level up your social and your sexual life, you're probably the type of guy who's going to do it anyway, even at a bit of a cost to your university grade. And if you've got that mindset, just know that that cost to your university grade is generally not as bad as you think it is because you are gaining something from doing this. And by skyrocketing your social skills, by getting like a bunch of these experiences in your mind, by preferably getting like a bunch of like videos and Snapchat stories and everything saved on your phone, like how I've been able to do. Like I'm I'm somewhat successful today in this business because I have hundreds of pictures of me in the nightclubs, me with girls. I've got loads of videos and everything. And that's led to this business. Like my experiences has led me to this point where I can teach you boys about social skills. So it's, it's this is like a weird, pretty risky alternative to being a good student is to in fact be the degenerate student instead. And that's what I did. If you want my one-to-one mentorship, go down to the description right now, click on that link and you can just see my offer. It's not for broke people. If you like this video as well, go scroll down right now, click on the subscribe and the post notification button. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it.